Hello and welcome to the Say Yes Movement podcast with Heather and John. Hey, Heather, how are you doing today? Very good, John. Very good. All right. Well, are we continuing the conversation about gratitude and communication? Because I've been getting so much feedback on that content and I think you have as well. So I think there's more to talk about here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Gratitude. Yes. So for those of you that are joining and just listening for the first time, we have our, we, yes, we have kicked off the 30 day gratitude challenge and it's really around expressing gratitude every day for 30 days. Uh, what I do know, and, and this actually comes from a book that I, I read years ago called the 30 days of thanks, thank you, uh, 30 days of thanks by Cami Walker, beautiful book. And she talked about how she, she was actually sick. She, I forget what she had specifically in terms of illness, but she actually used gratitude and thanks as a way of getting healthier. Mm. And there's a lot of research and science behind what gratitude does for you. Number one, you can't feel fearful and anxious if you're grateful because only one exactly. emotion only can occupy the space at one time. And, you know, I've done gratitude challenges in the back and I in the past, and I typically do them for 30 days because 30 days is really around creating a new habit. And it was interesting because one of, so I've been posting on different social networks and one lady that I know who lives on a reserve, she wrote and she goes, well, we should be living like gratitude just should be a state of being, right? That's, that's what she wrote in, in the comments. And I said, well, absolutely. But I think a lot of us, we just forget, right? <laughs> we forget mm -hmm. that, you know, if we're not feeling the best, if we're not feeling our strongest, if we're not feeling like we're contributing in some big way, like just take a second to appreciate and express gratitude for where you are. Like that will change everything. It'll change everything. And, you know, we, we spend a little bit of time talking about priming, but, and priming is a, a gratitude can be a priming tool. And what that means is setting ourselves up to feel a certain way because of the environment that we create around ourselves. And, you know, that is, such a, a, a simple thing that people just forget about. And I know you actually did a presentation this week to some um, leaders around priming and like, how did it go? I didn't even talk to you since then. And what was the, was there any aha moments that came out of that? Yes. No, it was, uh, it was a bit of, for, for some, they, they never heard of the word priming. So priming, for those of you who are, that aren't familiar with the word priming it's just you know if we're using it in today's language i'm going to say influence how do you influence yourself to get yourself to a certain outcome or a certain way of being so it was a bit of an aha and it was really just to bring awareness to we are constantly in the process of being primed good or bad we're being primed every single day this is why i love gratitude because gratitude is actually a priming tool to get yourself to a place where you feel good first thing in the morning and the one thing I learned in my studies, the one thing I think we both learned in our studies, any successful person out there, they have a practice of gratitude, right? So it doesn't matter if it's Robert Sharma, it doesn't matter if it's Tony Robbins, they all talk about gratitude as a way of being to get yourself to a place where you feel more powerful, like you can do anything. And that's what I shared with the group yesterday. Uh, and, and it was really neat because you know, it was like over 100 attendees in the session and we just, we talked about priming. We spent a little bit of time on priming just to help them understand that you could set up priming routines first thing in the morning 
just like the show, right? Like the Say Yes Movement podcast is a priming tool to get people into a good mood before they kick off the day. Instead it's the of time there, slot we chose. We actually yes. on purpose slow, chose 8.40 to 9 because most meetings start at 9 a.m. So this is can be your priming tool to get <laughs> you started. In fact, a lot of our regular listeners, this is they, they're driving into the office. They're putting us on. Gunjin, you're there. Like that. this is part of his routine and his rituals to listen and take in the learning and you know we make it such a small call to action in every one of our say yes movement podcasts that it's meant to be able for you to do it right away and that's the key to learning something new is to implement it right away so mm. john i know in that presentation you had them do some exercises some takeaways and like maybe we could actually share that with everyone <laughs> right now yeah i know it, 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 <laughs> yeah so number one is an awareness of what priming is number two is how do you take that, create a routine, or in, in what I did yesterday, it was really creating a state-shifting routine to put yourself into a really positive place. So here's the thing that happens, right? So when you, and we're, we're talking about gratitude today. So gratitude, so there's three different things, and, and I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in the model of the emotional uh, triads, right? So you, you have your focus, you have your language, and you have your physiology that really creates and puts you into a different emotional state. Mm -hmm. Robbins calls it the, the emotional triad. So the, you know, the three sides, focus, language, physiology. So one of the things I got them to do, which is a really, 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 really simple thing is just doing the power pose, right? Mm -hmm. Using the looks on all their faces when I had them do this and they're like, <laughs> imagine being in a corporate environment where people can see you and you're doing the power pose, you know, next to your peer. But it was fun, right? Like it's an easy one and it's an easy way to just shift into a state where you feel more powerful, where you feel stronger. You know, Amy Cuddy wrote a whole book on this called Presence. And if you're not familiar with it, highly recommend go pick it up. Uh, but she talks about how it changes our it changes our mental state. It actually makes us feel more confident. It helps us feel more relaxed and less stressed because yeah. we are putting ourselves, our bodies into a position of you know, confidence or empowerment. And you think about all the great athletes. This is why all the superheroes do it, right? Like Superman, Wonder Woman. It doesn't matter which superhero does it. They all have a power pose to get them into that emotional state. It's beautiful. I like, was standing in the kitchen this morning and I was making my coffee and I was waiting for my cappuccino to be made. And I'm just standing by myself in the kitchen, power posing it out and not even on purpose. Like I didn't even realize. And my husband comes down the stairs and he's like, Oh, look at you, Wonder Woman. I'm like, that's right, Wonder Woman. That's who I am today. I want to take in all of my superpowers. But, you know, it, and and so for that 30 seconds while I'm standing there waiting, my body naturally went to that. And I, there's mm. a there's a, a great article around blind athletes. They do the mm. same pose, even though they've never seen it. The physiology of this, of doing this, wow, is is not a visual thing. It is in our bodies. It's in our DNA to really open ourselves up. And when we you know, lift our arms up into the air, our shoulders are up, our chin is back. We're taking in maximum oxygen. So we feel good. That's why you know, when you go to a sporting event and people are cheering, people are jumping out of their seats to be part of the action and to cheer on their favorite teams. Like, why are we not doing 
doing that in the corporate environment. We should be the cheerleaders as leaders for the people that are doing the work. Exactly. And that is just the magic of all of this. I think it's just, it's fantastic. So gratitude, you know, is the antidote for anxiety, for depression, for not feeling your best self, for feeling anxious, for feeling not confident. What are you, what are you thankful for? What is it about this moment in time what did you do and make decisions in your past that you want to say thank you to your past self? And then who are you going to be in the future because of those mm. decisions that you're making now? And that, you know, that relationship with your past self and your future self, but also being present in the moment because gratitude is about being present in the moment is so, so important. You know, when people hire coaches, if you're, if you play golf and, and you're at the top of your game, Tiger Woods still has a coach for his golf swing. In fact, he changed his entire swing because of his coach, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but as a leader, we're talking about small little changes to be the next level of your best self. And so gratitude is that small little change that you can do every single day. It'll take you 30 seconds to write down one sentence, but we guarantee it will have astronomical mm. results for who you are, what you stand for, and who you become as a future leader. It is it is a fantastic, fantastic tool. I want to talk about yeah. presence, though. Presence, John, because yes. you talked a little bit about Amy Cuddy. Presence is, I think, uh, a scarcity right now in today's world. People don't know how to be present. And in fact, I think this is, I'm going to say this, it might sound crazy, that we're going to be teaching people how to make eye contact in the very near future. Mm. It's going to disappear as a skill. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it was interesting. It was really interesting. Um, actually, before we go to that, just one thing. Yeah. Stack the power pose with gratitude. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, I love As, that. I know. So you're doing the power pose, getting into gratitude and just being grateful in that moment. Like you're, you're, you're stacking, Hold on, let's, right? Let's do it. Let's do it right now. I think that's Yeah, no. So good, if like... you're listening in as well, Gunjin, I know you're there. If you're listening in, if you can, if you're not driving, power pose and just for, for 30 seconds, think about something you're grateful for. And if you want to close your eyes and, and really just step into this moment and like, you know, chest up, chin up, you know, you, you just, you want to bring that energy into your body and just think about something you're incredibly grateful for. <sighs> just step into that moment while you're doing the power pose. Ooh. I don't know about you, but my energy is like going through the roof right now. Mm -hmm. My shoulders are feeling <laughs> like they want to do All right. So ideally two minutes. This is what Amy Cuddy talks about presence. Two minutes in that power pose is really going to change it. And the truth is, you know, I'll share a secret with you, Heather. Um, and actually, I, I share the secret with everybody when I do my workshops and, and presentations. I used to run into the bathroom stall to hold that power pose for two to five minutes. Right. As a way of bringing up my confidence. So when I showed up on stage, I'd be a lot more present. Mm. All right. So present. John, I do right. the same thing. I do this. <laughs> I, I'll find a space. I'll do it. I, I'm now at a space now where I will do it in front of people and not and actually demonstrate it. Like this is mm. this is me getting ready for what I'm about to do. And I actually walk people through that process because people think it's just, you know, oh, look, she's on stage. It's just natural. Or look, she's just doing this. No, there's a lot of prep work that goes on. And I, mm. I think sharing behind the scenes shows people that this is not a natural being. It's actually something that we, 
it's part of our craft and we're working at it. So yeah. no more running to the bathroom stall, John. I think you got to do All it right. in front of everyone. <laughs> no, I don't run to the bathroom stall anymore. So let's get that clear. I don't run to actually, there, yeah, yesterday I didn't have to go to the bathroom stall. We're good. Um, I, I got I to it. do it while I was waiting in the lobby to be picked up, to be brought up in the building. Um, but yes, you know, being present and actually, you know, it was interesting because yesterday being on site, you know, in a, in a big Toronto building, uh, in a big, you know, in a corporate office for the first time, I actually shook hands with people mm. and, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because some people, when they shake hands, they give you direct eye contact. I have a rule. If you're going to shake my hand, I want to see the, the whites of your eyes. Right. Um, but some people, they would shake their hands and do this and just kind of look away. And I'm like, you know, we talk about, you know, being present, communicating with that person. And actually that was our topic last week, communicated, but we're also, when do we communicate? We don't only we don't only communicate with our words, we communicate with our body. Mm-hmm. And when you do this and you put your hand out to look at, you know, to shake somebody's hand, first off, it was really nice to be able to shake people's hands, right? Um, but when you're not making that eye contact and you're not being, it's almost like you're being distracted and it's a courtesy. It's not something that you really want to do, but you have to do. Yeah. And, and that's being misunderstood because people are feeling uncomfortable with the mm. eye contact and the in-personness. And then it's, it's been misunderstood that, oh, you're not, you're saying that I'm not important. So someone else is reading it as a personal slide at them. Yeah. And actually we're just losing this, this art of communicating with our bodies effectively and, and saying what we actually mean to say. We're, we're saying messages all the time with our body, with our energy, people can read it. And, you know, I, I think this, this idea of presence also is an antidote for anxiety and these other feelings. Because when you're feeling anxious, it's usually about something that happened in the past that you wish could change or something that you are afraid that's going to happen. There's fear involved of what's going to happen in the future. But when you're present in the moment, that those things don't normally um, exist unless, of course, your brain starts to go, I hope this person likes me. I hope this person, <laughs> you know, whatever you're thinking about them. But again, that's ego getting in the way. When you're truly being present, ego, again, is not driving the bus. Your heart is driving the bus mm. and your heart is being open and vulnerable to the person that you're talking to and that you're meeting for the first time. And, you know, that is a skill that we teach as leaders how to open up and be heart centric as a leader. And it has to do with how you are with your body. You know, John, I'm only five feet tall. I am very, very tiny. And so when I meet people for the first time, especially when we've had an online experience, they're always shocked at how short I am. In fact, even when I'm wearing heels, they're shocked at how short I am. And you yourself have given me the feedback. You're the, I'm the tallest five foot person. I know. I'm, I swear. I gotta, that's Some my, of the my tallest people I know are five feet tall. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> But my, my presence doesn't come from height. My presence comes from love. Uh, that's what mm. I think is the secret sauce. Ooh. Ooh. So that's deep. So, so, how does somebody, so how does somebody step into that, right? Because, you know, and actually you and I, we did a whole podcast on this, uh, I don't know, four, four years ago on whether or not it's okay to even use the word love when it comes to a corporate mm. environment, right? So how does somebody get to a point because they, so this is my consensus and I might, might be wrong, but my sense is a lot of people feel really icky around the word, right? Like mm-hmm. even writing the word love and I'll, when I message people and I say, Hey, I'd love to meet you or I'd love to connect, connect or get to know you a little bit better. I'll write the word love. Right. And it took me personally a long time to get over 
over what I thought was a stigma around using the word love, right? Especially mm -hmm. when it comes to professional work environments. But I know it's not it's not an inappropriate type of love. It's just coming from a love. It's, it's a place that's really where your heart is open, where you want to give and serve, right? So how does, you know, I, I'd, love, I'd love to find out from you, how did you get to that place where you felt comfortable even expressing and saying the word love in a corporate environment? I think love is, in a corporate environment, is an action, not a word. So you can use the word love, but again, that might have triggers for people, especially many people have trouble actually saying, I love you to mm -hmm. even their family members. So, you know, how can you demonstrate love and how do you demonstrate it in the way that they feel comfortable receiving it? So, you know, we talk about the five love languages in relationships, the same five love languages are for all human beings in the workplace. You just have to tweak it a little bit. So is the gift of your time something that really honors their love language? Is it the gift of, you know, giving them more opportunities from a career point of view, asking for their opinion and making them feel seen and heard? You know, these are all activities that you can can do that demonstrate love, demonstrate trust, demonstrate that you really see, again, that future version of themselves that they want to step into, but they're not sure how to. You know, I, 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 I've said this before, but I think it's really important. When I'm talking to someone and I'm talking about what who they want to be, I'm not talking about the person in front of me. I'm talking to the future self that's already done it and already made those decisions. And that means that I'm not talking to the fearful person that's in front of me or the person that's having second thoughts. I'm talking to the person that's already passed all of that and is having an amazing life. And that distinction is really important because I can see who they're going to be when they're looking in the mirror, they might only see the fear. It might just be in the way. So I think it's the act of love as opposed to the word love is the mm. way to do it. And, you know, eye contact, again, back to the <laughs> basic stuff, you know, looking at with soft eyes, with, with a head tilt and really not waiting to speak, but to wait, really listen to what they're giving as information and both in verbal and nonverbal cues. And that's a, that's a skill that we've, we've uh, practiced many, many hours as our sensory, what, what, what's the process? So, yeah, sensory training, circuitry training. Circuitry uh, training, exactly. Yeah, She's yeah, going to yeah. kill me for not knowing the words, but that's our coach. <laughs> um, but because of that, we're tuned in to one slight change of how people are, mm. are hearing or absorbing the information. So that's, yeah. that's, I think, my secret sauce. What about you, John? What do you do to show love to people? <laughs> Yeah, no, so I, I think we touched on this already, but just being present, mm -hmm. right? Putting down the phones and, you know, especially when you're you're in a, a group environment like I was yesterday, right? And there's people like all around you. My goal is always just to focus on the one conversation in front of me, right? Not worried about, you know, I'm going to talk to that person. I got to talk to that person. This is the person in front of me right now. And I, I keep eye contact, you know, just like you said, just keeping eye contact. There's a secret to which eye you look into to create a sense of warmth and comfort. Uh, we can share that on another podcast, but I yes. know we've shared that already. But just keeping that eye contact, you know, mm. some people, they, some people feel uncomfortable with it. Like, so they'll start to look away and turn away. But I will, I will maintain. And actually, I, you know, just to wrap up, I know we're almost at the end, but I believe I got a certain... I got a certain engagement, work engagement, because of the eye contact I made with the person on the other side of the table. 
Because the one thing I heard from them afterwards was, you know, I just feel really comfortable with you and I'd love to work with you. I'm like, wow. So, and that's what eye contact can do for you. Yes. Right. Yes. Is create that sense of warmth, create that sense of connection because we're not doing it. And, you know, I see it today, especially, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about kids in general, but, you know, from what I've seen from being online for so long, we've forgotten how to do that. It's almost like we need a, a skills workshop on how to make proper eye contact better. It might be something for the future. It is. Yeah. It is. Right? John, we're at time. We're, I know. We're, we're at time. Presence we're at time. is power, though. Presence is power. I think that's the, the key Ooh. message. And, you know, make a note today. Here's the call to action. Make a note today of when you're going to be present, how you felt while you were being present, and what good came out of it. So three things to be focused on. And it can be present with someone at work. It can be on a, on a Zoom call. It can be with your kids, with your spouse. All of it is being present. That's our call yeah. to action for you today. Excellent. And throw in the power pose in there. I just wanted to add that. You know, if you need a little bit of oomph this morning, throw in that power pose, two minutes, you're going to get to yourself to a place where you're going to feel incredibly powerful. All right. So that is it. We will not be here on Friday. Just to let everybody know we will be off. It is Good Friday for us in North America. So we're going to be taking that off. So we'll be back on Monday. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening and supporting. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all an amazing week, an amazing long weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Take care, everybody.